21 CL Radio. Happy Monday morning to you, and welcome to the Education Vanguard. I'm your host, Michael Bull. Thanks for joining me today, and thanks for continuing to join me on my mission, our mission of 21st century learning, of building communities of learners. All right, I'm heading all the way over to the Middle East today to talk with Daniela Silva. I like the Middle East. It's one of the few places out there right now that's hotter than where I am in Thailand. 21st century learning is a popular term today when talking about the future of learning for our students. So popular that I actually work for a company with that very same name. Putting the shameless self-promotion of myself aside, I came across Daniela Silva at the 21st Century Learning Conference in Hong Kong this past February. As the district coordinator of 21st Century Learning for the Qatar or Qatar Schools Foundation, she is charged with melding their PYP program with the P21 framework to create outcomes that fit both of those. From there, it is time to implement the new ideas in their schools through professional development sessions and the creation of learning commons through the buildings. We talk about all those things today. Enjoy the conversation. Daniela Silva, thanks so much for joining me on the program today. Thank you, Michael. Thank you for inviting me. Now, you've got a cool job that maybe I've always wanted, so I'm going to ask you a lot of questions about it, and then I'm going to apply for it. How's that sound? (laughs) That sounds great. Because I could say, you know, well, Daniela says she does this, but I can do that plus this, and I'll just make something up. <laughs> well, it's all about creativity and innovation, yeah. so go for it. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, think that's, I like that. <laughs> A little open competition. Well, your job is, uh, I should probably tell people what your job is, is district coordinator for the 21st century uh, learning skills that you guys are incorporating at the Cutter Foundation Schools, and you're in Doha, I assume, right? Yes. That, that's like the only city, isn't it, in Cutter, basically? No, we have no. different cities here, <laughs> but that's the main city. Okay, got it. So can you tell us what that job is? Like, what, what does that mean? Well, basically, um, the district coordinator of 21st century learning um, provides guidance uh, to all the different stakeholders around the schools on how to build a framework. Um, and a framework is based on 21st century fluencies. And we have a mixture between the IB philosophy and Project 21 from the U.S. So we are in the midst of developing the framework that it will identify the student outcomes and the support systems to reach these goals. So are you, in a sense, melding the two together between IB and the NP21? Yes, we are. Um, Carter Foundation Schools, we actually have eight schools around uh, the country uh-huh. and one of those schools is a bridge school that it's um it helps our, our senior students go to university as well okay so is your job essentially you work in an office with two giant melting melting pots or sm- smoldering pots or i don't know what, what i'm sure what, what the term is where you pour ib into one and p21 into the other you warm them up and then you mix them together into an outcome Yes, that's what we're doing. And um, we're actually, the district came up in January 2015. So it's a young district. So there are a lot of initiatives and projects going on. Okay, so why did you guys decide to mix those two together? I mean, you could have done anything, I guess, uh, but you went down that particular path. And, and why that pathway? Um, we made a lot of research. Um, with uh, IT companies and education companies. And because all of our schools are IB, we wanted to melt it with the IB philosophy. Okay, so that makes sense. So what does that look like? Uh, I mean, 
How, can you, do you have any examples that you can think of as you're putting, have been putting it together of, of what those sort of outcomes would look like in a, in a classroom uh, for, from a teacher's point of view? Like what, what would they see if they were there or hope to see? Yes. Well, um, our core of the framework as of now, it's a 21st century fluencies that will help our students have the skills uh, for life and career. They will have understanding of what the global context will be. They will be innovative in learning and they will have the information, media and technology skills. Now, our support systems for that is our teacher professional development, uh-huh. learning environment and curriculum instruction and assessment. Okay, so when you put everything together, there will be a PD program, or there is currently a PD program to follow it up? We will have a PD program. Um, Cutter Foundation Schools actually has an entity called Educational Development Institute that provides professional development for the region. Ah, okay. So that's interesting. What does that look like, or what do you... I mean, you said it exists already, right, the, the framework to do the PD, right? Um, it, we are developing. You're developing that well. We, so what do you yeah, ho- yeah, yeah. hope then it'll, it'll look like? Uh, what are some of the plans for making it happen? Well, first of all, we need to assess where we are, what we're doing, and then where do we want to go? Um, so the, the first thing we have to do is what's our student voice? What are students saying? What are parents saying? Our teachers and administrators. Uh-huh. I think that's one of the best um, decisions that you can do before you make a, a, a strategic plan or a future plan or a PD plan is you need to listen of uh, the people's opinion that are on the ground, you know, what's happening, where do you want to go? And we actually use speak up survey um, at the district. I don't know if you are familiar with that from Project Tomorrow in the U.S. No, no, what's that? Um, so they actually provide um, different type of surveys. So you assess the use and the preference of technology uh, for your teachers, your students, your administrators, and your parents and their community members. Uh-huh. So one of the, the the answers that we got from everybody, all the stakeholders in our district, is that they want more creativity. And, and why do you think they, they said that? Do you think teachers in general or maybe just feeling like the what we're currently educating kids is too specific and there needs to be more creativity into it? Or did you get a, a sense for what that what that looked like? Yeah, well, basically, um, we we took that that idea of creativity, and what we want to do is start um, engaging our students more with maker spaces. Ah, okay, got it. In fact, with that, make we can turn to something that we were going to talk about as well, which is a learning commons. Now, you did a workshop at the twenty first century learning conference in Hong Kong, uh, specifically about uh, innovating your learning commons. Uh, what is what is that? What is uh, learning commons? What is that? Let's start there. Yeah, well, basically, a learning commons is, you know, it's some, sometimes it's called scholars commons, information commons, or digital commons. Uh-huh. And these are educational spaces that are similar to libraries and classrooms that, you know, they share space for IT, content creation, collaboration, meetings, tutoring, reading, or remote or online education. And what do you think? When, now, I've heard makerspaces a lot. Is, it, is that a form of it, or is that really a lot of ways what it is? Um, no, I think it's one of the forms of it. Um, when we talk about, uh, learning commons is how do we, how do we create a learning space that it's engaging for our students? Uh-huh. That could be a classroom or that could be, you know, it could be even a library. It could be anything. It could be a hallway. Oh, so is it, so, go ahead. 
So what I did during the, the conference is that actually we were assessing um, how your current um, learning spaces were providing and supporting 21st century learning. So we went through a, a survey and the feedback that I got from, from the attendants is that they really like the survey, you know, how the facilities of your school are supporting 21st century skills. And so when you talk about learning commons space, are you talking about it could be my classroom or are you actually looking more towards a, a well, in a sense, a common space that maybe all the elementary would use and maybe all the middle school would use and, and, and depending on the size of the school? Yeah, I mean, a learning common could be anything. It could be a hallway, a classroom, a library. Anything you want. Okay. And like if you, now we talked a little before the show, we're putting what we call a flexible learning space at my school. And I'd love to get some ideas from you for that, that other people would probably want to hear as well. Like if you could create the dream one, you know, where you could do anything you wanted to do, what sort of things do you think you'd want to make sure it had? Well, first of all, um, to make the dream, you know, learning commons is um, furniture. It, you have to have comfortable furniture that the students and the teachers feel comfortable okay. um, in that space. Um, of course, you have to have Wi-Fi, and I don't think any of the schools do not have Wi-Fi um, <laughs> in this twenty-first century. Learn uh, this twenty-first century. Um, and the other, the other part is displays. You need to have different type of displays, multimedia displays that will share real-time information. Mm-hmm. So and um, also, this space could be arranged to have learning breakouts or peer tutoring spaces. So, if you want to make it flexible, it should be flexible within uh, the furniture as well. All right. Now, there's two parts, at least in my mind, to creating a, a, a learning commons like this. One is the creation of it, which we just talked about, and then the other part is the actually getting people to come in and use it to. to to take or depart from their regular routines and teaching and trying something different. Which of the two do you think is harder, getting people to use it or building the space? I think it's um, getting people to use it because most of our teachers, you know, they just concentrate in their classroom. Mm-hmm. And for them to get out of there and conduct a different type of learning activity outside the classrooms, it's it needs more prep and they might feel... Um, that they're not feel comfortable in that learning space. Now, do you have any top secret ideas that you want to share as to how to get people to use new spaces like that? Well, um, sure. I mean, our, our teachers, what they have to do is, you know, try it. Um, encourage the teachers, the technology coaches, you know, can assist the teachers of how to use those flexible learning spaces. I think we need, you know, a, a technology coach, it's, it's like a parent that hold a child by the hand and just walk them across the street. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So um, that's, that's, that's what we're trying to do here. So I like that metaphor of crossing the street. So maybe at some point they'll be able to cross without somebody holding their hands. Yeah, and that was one of the, the questions. Um, one of the topics that we were talking about at 21st Century Learning, you know, what's the future of the technology coach? Yeah, and what, did you guys answer that? Because that's my current job. Uh, <laughs> no, not yet. Well, as long as you didn't say what that that job's gone. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it's 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 going to be a evolving role. It's going to keep changing. Um, it's going to change from technology to innovation or creativity and and different type of words that you can think of. Yeah, I think you're right. It needs to be. It's going to evolve into more of a learning coach mode with a person who's kind of got that innovation techie 
I don't know, sense around them, I guess. Yeah. So how did you, Danielle, how did you get involved um, in this? I mean, you could have gone off and become a math teacher, let's say, or something like that. What, what, is, what drove you or what are some of your passions towards uh, getting involved in technology and 21st century types of learning? Well, I always um, like technology. Um, I actually, for my high school in South America, I'm originally from Ecuador. Okay. So in South America, you select your, your high school your concentration, whether it's, you know, chemistry or social studies or IT. So I chose IT. Ah. And from that moment on, um, I, I noticed my passion and my ideas um, just started, you know, uh, flourishing about different things that I could do. And then I went to the States um, to study at Christian Brothers University in Memphis, Tennessee. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> and then I went back to Ecuador. I work at a IB school, then an international school. Then I went to China. And I'm here in Qatar for my fourth year. All right. And you are, I think in your bio, it says you're looking to get a PhD as well. Yeah, I'm actually, I finished my PhD courses. I'm working on my dissertation. And the main focus is how to use technology for ELL learners. Ah, really? So why did you choose that? That's interesting. Because I, you know, I am ELL. I'm not, uh, English is not my first language. Um, my Spanish is my native language. So I think it's it's challenging for ELL students Um to learn, you know, international schools or anywhere, and the technology could actually help you achieve those goals. It's, it's actually harder for an ELL student to, you know, get good grades, have a great project, uh, collaborate with everybody. It's really hard because of you have the language barrier. And I think technology could take that barrier away. Do you think it does so in that it helps with translations or it helps to learn whatever the other language is? Or is it just that technology in some ways is a common language everybody has? I think it's a common language everybody has now. Um, we are thinking that technology is not just a single subject anymore. I mean, it's embedded in everything. Absolutely everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much yes. yesterday with all our devices, huh? All right, let's yes. uh, final question here. Let's go looking into the future a bit. Uh, you just this is your first year in this specific role, right? For uh, Cutter Foundation Schools, right? Yes. So you're you're, you're putting it together. Uh, what do you if we, if we were going to talk in five or six years, or somebody was going to tour your school in five or six years after all all the outcomes are done and and it's and the PD has been written and it's been given and all that? What do you hope that the the school learning environment will look like? Well, um, we actually, this framework, it's a model of learning that it will be powered by innovation and technology that will help older students engage in powerful learning experiences. So what we're trying to achieve here is to deliver a comprehensive 21st century curriculum, build capacity within our, our teachers, and also provide a 21st century learning experience. So one, when somebody will walk into a Carter Foundation schools, they'll see innovation, creativity, um, students taking ownership of their learning, and flexible spaces. All right, thank you. I've been speaking with Daniela Silva. She's the District Coordinator of 21st Century Learning for Cutter Foundation Schools. Thanks so much for your time today, Daniela. Thank you, Mike. Take care. This interview was brought to you by 21st Century Learning International. Find us on the web at 21clradio.com.
Hey, everybody. I hope you enjoyed today's show. Got a question for you. Have you ever wanted to build a website for your classroom, for your school, or maybe even for yourself? Well, I've got a new course for you. It's called Introduction to WordPress, and it'll teach you how to create that first post, add photos and images, create a hyperlink, change your theme, and even more. You can check it out all completely free at 21c.li slash courses. That's 21c.li slash courses. Did you hear that S there?